Great news, folks. Michael Zuber, One Rental at a Time. I just want to let you know that we have finally released our second book, 15 Conversations with Real Estate Millionaires. This book was written with you in mind. I wanted to capture 15 unique stories of different investors starting at different stages and doing different things. This book is just that. It's nearly 300 pages of motivation, of confirmation, and reminders that yes, you too can do this thing. Check it out on Amazon, and of course, have a great day. Good morning, everyone. How are you doing today? Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. Let me get this little setup here. Apparently having the microphone in the frame is not a good idea. That's what somebody told me. Anyways, uh, this is a very uh, impromptu kind of one-off live stream. Uh, going to be probably very different than anything I have done on this channel to date. Uh, I will, of, close, of course, talk or answer any real estate or economic questions you have. My intention is always in the live streams to answer any and all questions that come up. So if you'd like to ask me a question or you want to say good morning or hello, uh, go ahead and leave a chat or comment or whatever it is below, uh, and I will do my best to get back to you. Uh, morning, Nathan. Thank you for watching. Yeah, I, uh, if one of my experts uh, can't make it, my intention is to try to use that hour for a, a live stream. So uh, Stephen couldn't make it today. He is so busy with one rental at a time business that uh, he is um, he just he just couldn't do it today. So that was pretty cool. So again, what we are going to talk about today, and I have just some notes here, uh, is a video uh, that the three amigos talked about yesterday, uh, a video that I saw while uh, while running or listened, I should say. I wasn't actually watching it. I was listening it, but it was on YouTube. Uh, it was a, uh, I believe, a collection of Joe Rogan clips. Uh, I think it was t titled Quiet Desperation. Uh, I, I left a link in yesterday's video. I, if I, if I find it again, I'll, I may link it in this one as well. Uh, but I frankly may forget because from this I roll right to a 9am interview. So we'll see. But that video is stuck in my head now for 24 hours. The reason it's stuck in my head and, and I tried to get into this with the three amigos is so many people and you know both Joe Ro Joe Rogan taught this and or talked about it and and the three amigos Dion and Matt and I talked about it yesterday. We're, we we all have that quiet desperation, man, woman, young, old. The rat race is real, and again, I freely admit I didn't even know the rat race existed. I thought I was doing the right things, going to school, getting an advanced degree, working my tail off getting a promotion, making more money, and, uh, you know, investing in the stock market. And uh, it worked until it didn't. And uh, I got to tell you, in my story, uh, I didn't have any words. I never knew what to call it, but I think quiet desperation is the right answer. I was 30 years old. I had just lost more money than my family, any of my cousins, aunts, uncles had ever seen. I had just lost $150,000 in the stock market. And I was, um, I was desperate. I thought it was working out. I thought I was doing the right thing. I had a, I don't know, she was six, I think. I don't know, how old was she? Anyways, I had a daughter at home. 
And um, yeah, it was um, it was it was rough. It was rough. You go from the highest of highs. You're doing it. You're working it. You lose all that money. You're desperate. For me, I found Rich Dad Poor Dad. It set me on a new path. Uh, listening to Dion, right? Dion's story is he, he's getting divorced and he's left with this nearly ninety thousand dollars in debt, th raising three kids. Desperate. You know, Matt, um, uh, Matt uh, the lumberjack, right? He's um, he 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 go he goes early, right? He's a teenager, and he leaves high school, and um, that's a, that's interesting. So. What I, I want to recognize is we're all there. I think what uh, hopefully comes from this is you got to own where you are. I think it, it came across yesterday, Dion, Matt, and I, at least three examples. We had to own where we were. We couldn't ignore it. We couldn't stick our head in the ground. Uh, we had to recognize where we were. Then we had to recognize and get better. And for me, in my situation, that meant I needed to understand needs versus wants. It is the basis of my get your money right course. I create stuff that I do. I don't create stuff just to do that, right? So um, for me, I, I have to, I want out, right? I'm desperate. Rental properties are my last gasp. I just suffered that huge loss. I'm willing to hold on. I'm 30, right? I'm willing to go until I'm 50. That's 20 years. I am signing up for 20 years, but it's got to work. I'm desperate. I know that I need to do two things at 30 years old. I need to whack expenses aggressively. I now realize that the rat race is real. I'm sitting in this hamster wheel. I'm not sure what to call it, rat it's called to be called a hamster wheel, right? And I'm just making the wheel bigger. Every time I get a raise, I spend more money. Stupid. So I got to lower that. I got to figure out needs versus wants. Then I got to find a market, right? I'm sitting there in the bookstore or maybe I'm a, probably on an airplane somewhere and I've read Rich Dad Poor Dad a fifth or sixth time now. And I'm like, God, Zuber, you're an idiot, right? You, you, you've wasted a decade of your life. So now I've got to... Um, you know, I've got to do something. So I, I pick a market. I finally find a market. I find Fresno. So I got to learn it, right? How to get started one rental at a time comes into existence. So, um, yeah. And then I, I go for 20 years. Our, my story ends at 45, right? I have a I have an eventful day at the office, which I had no plans of. He doesn't like me. I don't like him. I'm gone, right? Uh, so, again, it, it took me 15 years. Right. I think, uh, you know, Dion, I think he says it took him nine years to become, you know, totally financially free. Uh, Matt clearly is as well. But what I've taken from both those gentlemen and my other experts, Anna Kelly, for example, is you've got to get focused. You got to own it. You got to get focused and you got to get after it each and every day. That's where most of us fall down. We're willing to do something for a little while. But then we, we roll back into our old, ha old habits. It would have been very easy for me to start whacking expenses, get down to 80%, see that snowball of savings grow and be done. No, I knew I needed to do more. And we took it all the way down to 50% uh, in about three years, two and a half years, three years.
and we kept looking, right? I still look at my market every day. I've looked already this morning, right? I looked, uh, I looked before my daily financial news. So for me, you know, financial freedom came from lowering expenses, time in the markets better than timing the market, staying focused on one market, not getting distracted, keep rolling forward, 1031, cash out refis. Uh, if you want to know the full story, that's why I wrote this book. It's all in here. Uh, nearly 800 five-star reviews. So thank you very much. Thank you for the book selfies. Hey, we're on a live stream here. If you have this book or my new book, 15 Conversations with Real Estate Millionaires, take a selfie today. It's Friday. Let's make it selfie day. Tag me on Instagram. Let's uh, celebrate. If you tag me, I will repost it and uh, send it out to my nearly 10,000 or, or so um, followers or subscribers or whatever you call them on Instagram. So now, okay, I'm 45 years old. I have enough income to support my chosen lifestyle. We're good. Uh, as I've shared with many of you, I uh, go from extreme excitement to depression. Imagine that, being 45 years old, you know, I'll call it middle-aged, relatively young. You exit the workforce five years ahead of schedule, and you're depressed. You're depressed. That is ultimate failure. I... Uh, I was a weekend away from getting a job. So at this point in the story of quiet desperation, we get to the finish line, I'm good, but now I am desperate again. For me, that desperation means I need something to do. I need to do things like this. I need to feel like I'm contributing to the world. I come to realize that I wanna create something that outlives me by 50 years. My hope is my books, content courses, all these things I do, are around and still spoken of in good standing 50 years after I am dead. I'm hoping there's generations of people that say one rental at a time helped me, helped my family, set up legacy wealth, their better financial future, or whatever it is. That is what drove me three years ago. That is what drove me to listen to Gary V and Nipsey Hussle and realize, you know what, Zuber? You need to do a daily financial show. You know what you need to do, Zuber? You need to get six or seven experts lined up and do conversations every day. I am unlike any other YouTube channel. I do five videos a day, seven days a week. More importantly, this channel is not about me. It is about other experts helping all of you. Uh, so that is something I am really proud of. So now let's get to this turning a hobby, something I'm already doing, I'm already passionate about, into a side hustle, meaning hundreds of dollars into real money. I truly believe all of you probably have a hobby or something you have been passionate about for decades. <laughs> you know about it more than anyone else. For me, it was very clear. I have had a morning routine for 25 to 30 years. I'm up early. I drink coffee. I read, I read about the market. A la the daily financial news. So that's, that's really where that kind of daily, now thousand days in a row came from. The thing about creating, turning a hobby into a side hustle, right? Meaning little money is you have to love it. You have to be willing to do it for free. You have to do it with no expectations. Um, we'll talk about YouTube first since I'm kind of on this little rant. Um, but what I would tell you is creating a YouTube channel, getting to that monetization, which is, I think, a thousand subs and 
400,000 minutes is very, very hard. I would tell you the hardest growth in YouTube is the first 400. The first 400. I was actually relatively lucky, I think, in the first 400 is that I started this at 45 or 46. I went to my LinkedIn profile, which had more than 10,000 connections. Most of those I had really spoken with, right? So they were real connections because I had had a long technology career. So I went from zero to 400 relatively quickly, maybe even 500 relatively quickly. But the next 500 were very, very slow. Very, very slow. Um, what I would tell you if you've set up a YouTube channel, ever thought about it, is don't watch the numbers. Remember, you love what you're talking about. I Go back to my early videos. I'm just some guy sitting on a couch in some of them. My first video was on my couch downstairs. Um, I did a lot of my early stuff walking my, my Shih Tzu puppies, uh, Jimbo and Jordan, who have unfortunately passed since the channel started. And um, you just you just do what you love. Don't think about the thousand. Don't think about this. But ask for subscriptions. Ask for referrals. Use your network to grow. Again, the first 400 are remarkably hard. It's like, I don't know. It's like making a half-court shot. It's just hard, right? I mean, it's, you know, Steph Curry makes it look easy, but it's hard for, for most pe most human beings, right? Throwing a, pushing a basketball that far is a lot harder than you think it is. So again, creating a YouTube channel, wanting to get to monetization, don't think about it. Get good at your craft. And by get good at your craft, I don't mean spend a gob of money. A lot of these YouTube creators have spent 10, 20, 30, $40,000 on their studio. I'm talking to, to you today from a computer that I owned anyway. I did buy a Logitech 4K webcam. I think it was 200 bucks. I bought that about a year and a half ago. I have upgraded my internet. I dumped AT&T and got Comcast. Other than that, I never got a light. I just use a light on my desk. I got a couple of backdrops just to hide stuff in my office. But that's it. I don't have a mixer. I don't have some fancy cameras. And lots of people like to tell me my video quality sucks. It does. I don't care. I'm not about to dump tens of thousands of dollars into this. I'm going to talk about what I love, certainly in the beginning. Now that the channel's 23,000 and growing, maybe this year I'll buy a camera, write it off. Maybe not. I don't know. I did buy a mic. I forgot. I'm talking to you from a mic. Uh, I think it's a Yeti mic. No, a blue, blue mic. Um, you know, I do my daily financial news from my phone, my iPhone, right, with headphones. You don't have to spend a lot of money. I truly believe when you get to a thousand, if you can get to a thousand fans versus fake followers, you've, you have enough to build side hustles. You don't have to have 10,000. You don't have to have 100,000. You don't, I don't have 100,000. I have 23,000, I think. And thank you, all of you, for who are supporting the channel. But you, a lot of us follow YouTube channels that have hundreds of thousands and millions, and we, we get distracted by those big numbers. Don't. What I can tell you is consistency wins. Loving what you do wins. The other thing that I would tell you about the YouTube channel is 
uh, especially in the beginning, sub 1000. Interview other people. If you go back and look at my channel, what did I do in the beginning is I, I used Instagram and LinkedIn and I, I asked people to interview. I did that for two reasons. One is I wanted to get their influence, right? If they have people, they're going to share it. Maybe I'll get some followers. Absolutely, right? I'm trying to get to a thousand. There's no secret. But also I was trying to get to that watch time. A lot of my older videos, I was, you know, 30, 45 minutes long, kind of routinely. Now that I talked to seven, eight, nine multimillionaires a week, we, we decided to go 12 to 15 minute chunks, three topics. It's, it's that way, that way, because I produce so much content. Nobody can watch all my videos. Nobody. It's impossible, right? I get it. That's why I try to create topics that, hey, if one video a day catches your attention, that's a win. So have a plan, right? My plan for YouTube is uh, doing a daily show. I do a live stream Saturday mornings. Uh, I do a goal summary on Sundays. Again, goals just tell you what's going on. And then um, I have, I think I currently have a roster of eight multimillionaires that I talk to every week. That's it. Then it's just consistency, right? Most days other than Thursday, Thursday, because of the three amigos, we do do that at 1230. But most of my days are done by 10. I have videos coming out at noon, two, four, six, and eight, but those are all recorded in the morning. My, my day is over at 10 o'clock. I'm working out. We're going out to lunch, taking a nap in the afternoon if I want. It's a, it's a pretty good life. Um, but again, I love what I do and I would do it for free. That's the thing I would tell you if you're building a YouTube channel. Uh, my YouTube channel now produces thousands of dollars a month. Uh, we don't need to talk about exact numbers cause it's not important. Uh, but it's gone. It, it took, uh, I think it was 11 months to get monetized. Yeah. 11 months, 10 months. I think it was 11 months to get monetized. It took two and a half years to break a thousand dollars. It's just, it takes forever. But again, for some of us, a couple hundred bucks a month makes a difference. You can do that on YouTube. It took me, I think it, I think it was that first month. I think it was that first full month that I made a hundred bucks on YouTube, which is like $3 a day. It's possible. It's possible, but do what you love. Talk about what you love. If you love making peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, talk about it. If you love old cars, talk about it. You only have to find your people, your tribe, the people that like your. Don't get enamored with a hundred thousand, a million. That is the wrong. If you talk about what you love consistently, the people that love old cars and peanut butter and jelly sandwiches will eventually find you. And when they find you, they will go back and look at your older videos. Be true to yourself. Be true to your fans. Uh, I, I personally preach hope, effort, daily focus, positivity. But, you know, if you are a naysayer and negative, there are plenty of channels that prove growing with negativity is easier. Uh, just go watch the financial landscape. There are lots of people that are just killing it in the financial space by being negative every single day. What is Sonny doing? One sec. Sonny, what are you doing? Sorry. What are you doing? Okay. Sorry about that. I have one of my puppies with me. 
Good boy. So again, um, yeah. So again, focus on your tribe, focus on your people, be honest. Um, I struggled with this last December, right? I saw all these other channels growing so fast. They were preaching nonsense. They were preaching things that I didn't believe, but I got, I got distracted for about a month. I'm like, Zuber, you're a failure. I got, I got, I got, I was scoreboard watching and I went against myself and I went negative for about two weeks, right? Uh, everything was bad. It was horrible, blah, 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 blah. And my channel grew. It was, it was weird. I had my best month in December. It was at the time, December of um, 2020, my YouTube income was twice what I made any other month. It was all because I was negative. Some of my most watched channels, most watched videos are from that negative period. However, after two short weeks, it was impacting my life. I am, I am not a negative person. I don't, I don't mind. Like if something's going to crash, I'll call it, but I'll find a way to profit from it. But I'm not going to sit here and tell you the world is falling and all of those things if I don't believe it. I went to get my, against myself for a couple of weeks because I thought it was what you had to do on YouTube. But for me, I had to stop it because it was impacting the rest of my life. I was negative all my, my channel, which I'm done with by nine o'clock ruin the rest of my day. I hated it. So don't ever go against yourself. It's not worth it. Uh, frankly, if you go against yourself and you don't course correct, you'll probably quit YouTube because it is, it was bad. So again, talking about what you love, being consistent. Uh, I will again tell you getting to the first 400 is incredibly hard. Going from 400 to 1,000 is incredibly hard. Uh, after that, it does get a little easier. Uh, use other people. If you're doing, I'm just going to keep picking on peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and old cars. Interview other people, other creators, other chefs, other parts manufacturers, other this, other that. Get your tribe. Go find your tribe. Right? So um, that's YouTube. And again, everyone can find their tribe. Be authentic. Be real. Search topics. Share your passions. Tell your story. What happened? I've been very honest about all of my mistakes. Kind of like self-reflection is a good thing. So again, uh, you can absolutely make hundreds, if not, if you stay at it long enough, thousands of dollars a month on YouTube doing what you love. So that's side hustle number one. And again, this is from a guy who has spent, uh, I don't know, less than the $1,000 on his studio. And yes, for all you people that tell me the quality and I need to edit my videos. Not going to happen. Just never, I've not edited a single video ever. Um, it's just not who I am. I'm not going to, I'm not going to sit at my computer and slice and dice videos. That's just not what I'm going to do. So that's YouTube. Now let's talk about a book. Now let's talk. If, if one of the things I could say with great certainty is if you were to ask, if you were in my senior year English class, I think at St. Francis, there were, I want to say 25 people in that class, maybe 30. I think it was 25, maybe 27, somewhere in there. Who was least likely to write a book? I would have won. I, um, I don't write well. I don't read well, frankly. Um, 
that's why I don't read my own audiobooks because it's it's hard for me, right? The it's just hard. It takes reading reading takes effort for me. It's not if some of you it's easy. Like if I'm reading for a while, like it can physically exhaust me, right? It's, it, it, unless it's financial markets. That like my morning routine that gives me joy, but like reading Catcher in the Rye or Death of a Salesman. So again, wasn't my thing. So how did I write a book? And now I've written two books. I can't believe I've written two books. I mean, it's it's mind-boggling. What I can tell you as someone who would never write a book, I came into it not trying to write a book. I think a lot of people that say, hey, I'm going to write a book. I got a great story to say. You come into the exercise telling yourself you're going to write a book. For me, that would have never worked. What I am comfortable telling you that I've done is I got comfortable writing paragraphs. Yes, I wrote, I don't know what it is, 500 paragraphs that ultimately became a book. I think for most of us, at least for me, who writing is hard, if I came into this saying I'm going to write a 200-page book or now a 300-page book, it never would have happened. But if I come into it going, hey, I can write a paragraph. I can write 500 words. That was That's how my book, One Rental at a Time, and now this one, 15 Conversations with Real Estate Millionaires. That's how both these books happened. It took a year. Nah, it took a year for the second book. The first book was like three months. Um, but yeah, I wrote paragraphs. I mean, if you actually have One Rental at a Time, open it up. Right? I wrote paragraphs. Right? I wrote I wrote the preference. So maybe it's a little more than paragraphs, but you get the idea, right? I just started taking topics. You can actually go in the book and you'll see I break it down, right? On page nine, or no, page eight, there's phase one, jump into the game. By page 10, I have another bullet called the most important thing. These, And then right on the next page, what kind of investor are you? All of these were paragraphs. I wrote paragraphs. Now, there were probably two or three paragraphs, but that's how I wrote a book, is I just kept going to the next paragraph, next paragraph. And then what I did when I got done, so this book now is the first one that's got 10, you know, we got 10,000 plus copies of this sold. It's amazing. From a guy who couldn't barely pass English, that's crazy, crazy. How many pages is it? It's a hundred and, what is it, 68 pages? Um, so I think I got to like, I don't know, 130 pages or so, just my story again, a paragraph at a time. And again, I would write it. I would finish that paragraph and I would, I would leave it. I would shut my computer down and go good. Some days I wrote two paragraphs. Some days I wrote zero, but again, I wrote a, I didn't, yes, a book was the outcome. I didn't write a book. I didn't intend to write a book. I wrote paragraphs. Open the book. If you have it, see it. You can go through it. And every little, every time there's a bold, like, or a bigger word, letters, fonts, I guess you call them. That was me starting and stopping. I mean, just look at this. Page 114, page 112. Every page or two, that's how Mike Zuber, who sucks at writing, wrote a book. Now let's talk about this new book. This new book's 300 pages. How did I write this book? Well, I have 15 interviews in this story. Here's a hint. 
what I did, I want to make sure it's, I don't know if it's chapter one or chapter 15. One sec, let me check. Yeah, chapter one. So what I did with this book, where is it? Is again, I wrote this book for you. When I was brainstorming, storyboarding this, I thought about all of you. That's another thing that is very important. If you're going to talk about your passion, make sure that your tribe, your thousand people, make sure you're producing stuff for them. So again, chapter one, guest interview, consistent effort and commitment leads to amazing results. I have 15 amazing stories in here. What I did is I focused on chapter one. So chapter one, right? I basically, what I did is I took the interview. And if you get the book, you'll see, I have guest and Zuber, right? Guest comments or guest said a statement, my feedback. Guest statement, my feedback. So what I did is I created the first chapter. And I think every guest had 10, maybe 11 comments. And then there's 10 or 11 feedback. And then I put on a, a intro and then I put on an end, but it's the same deal. Paragraphs. That's all I did. I don't write books because I can't. I write paragraphs because I can. And then what I did for the next 14 chapters is I simply copied the format. That's all I did. I am very consistent, but I'm not very creative. So how did I write 15 stories? I wrote one, and then I simply copied the format for the next 14. Everybody can do what I did. Everybody can do. And again, what did I do? I took 15 interviews from my YouTube channel that I've sourced over the last three years. I had the, I had the audio files transcribed. That was about a thousand bucks. That was not cheap. I think I had, I think I had 40, maybe 50 interviews transcribed. I read all of them. Then I created a storyboard and I picked 15. And again, that cost money. I spent a thousand, let's just call it a thousand bucks. I think it was 967. Call it a thousand bucks. Um, and then it took me about a year to finally complete that. Because again, I don't write books. I write paragraphs. And I think all of you can write paragraphs. Again, about your passion. So again, that is the book. Uh, so now again, just like the YouTube channel, my book now is going on three years, the original. This book here produces um, over a thousand bucks a month in, in royalties, I think they call it, royalties. Uh, about a year in, I had it transcribed to audio. Uh, I did try to read my book. Uh, it was not um, approved by um, Audible. Uh, I don't read well. I certainly don't read well out loud. It's Reading has worked for me. It's hard. Um, so that didn't go well. I tried. I even got a friend of mine load me their Apple, and it just it just didn't work. Uh, that's why now I'm happy that Dion from Dion Talk is going to read my next book. So uh, we're in the we're in the we're in the process of trying to make that work. And again, the Audible book is is hundreds of dollars a month. Audible cost, I think it was five thousand dollars, five thousand dollars to pay someone else and then to pay Audible. Audible books for me make a dollar. I make one dollar on Audible. So it took seven or eight months to break even. But after that, I make a dollar a book, like 97 cents. Audible is not a great source of income. But again, you sell 100, you sell 200 books a month. 
No, it's and again, it's nothing extra. It's just leveraging your process. Uh, oh, podcasts. So one of the things you know about me is I'm very lazy. Uh, I'm also consistent. So what happened? I produce original content on YouTube. You are watching an original piece of content right now. But what happens is I pay someone to take all of the YouTube videos. And um, I don't know what the right word is. I'm going to say convert to audio only. Strip out the video. This individual then puts three videos or three audio files on my podcast. Podcast is called One Rental at a Time. Uh, it has been running now about two and a half years and has recently taken off. Uh, we could do 100,000 listens this week. We did 90,000 last week. And just for comparison's sakes, YouTube is only about 60,000. So my podcast is actually impacting more people than my YouTube channel. And my podcast has zero, zero, bupkis, new content. Zip, nada, nothing. Pretty cool. But now, because I'm getting so much listens, I make thousands of dollars in advertising or sponsorship or whatever they call it on my podcast. Who knew? Again, one source, somebody else does all the work. And now, not only thousands of dollars on YouTube, but thousands of dollars on a podcast. Zero new information. My podcast didn't make any money for... Two and a half years. I was actually thinking about shutting it down because I spend about a thousand dollars a month, twelve thousand dollars a year converting these files and some other stuff. I was legitimately thinking about shutting it down. And then all of a sudden, bam, it took off. So in the last six months, the podcast has produced thousands of dollars in in I don't know if they don't call it ads. I think they call it sponsorship, whatever. I get a thousand bucks or so a month because of podcasts. And again, zero, no information. Um, so then lastly, we'll talk about courses, but I'm going to go first back to all of you sitting here watching and say good morning and all of that first and answer any questions that may have come up. Good morning, Nathan. How are you? Is there a link that you've shared? Yeah, Nathan, in the interview with the three amigos yesterday, I think the title of the video is Joe Rogan, Quiet Desperation. It's the first line in the description. Hey, Vatsal, how are you? Matthew, good morning. Claude, good morning. Cody, uh, waiting on the audiobook. Cody, you might be waiting a little while. So the first book is already on Audible, right? 97 cents every time you get one. Thank you. Uh, the new book, I'm going to guess, is six months out. Uh, Nathan, I'm too ugly for a selfie, but I'll take a picture of the book. Yeah, some Nathan, that's funny. So some people go, go like this, right? They take a picture of the book like with the, I don't know, piece of real estate behind it. If you're camera shy, uh, yeah, get creative. Just take a picture of the book and tag me on Instagram. Please, please, please. Hey, Carlos, good morning. How are you? Avanish, good morning. How are you? Paulina, good morning. Uh, good morning. I just got your audiobook with Amazon. Awesome. Thank you. I want to thank you for your guidance, teaching, and sharing your knowledge with us. Oh, you're very welcome. Paulina, that was very nice of you to say. Yes, Jimbo. Uh, clearly, if you've been on my channel for any length of time, I tried to do my daily financial news the day after Jimbo passed. Worst day, worst day. Let's just say I failed miserably, but I gave it a shot. I think that video was like three minutes long. Yeah, that was rough. Yeah, not, not good, not good. 
Georgie, uh, love the honesty, Zuber. Thank you. Yep, you are very appreciate. You're very welcome. I um, the beauty of not needing money is you can just be authentic. You're not chasing stuff. Yeah. Question: You are authentic, which is great. Love it. How often do you get shit from these uh, others harassing you? Almost every day. Almost every day, negativity shows up, and I hit delete or block. Uh, yeah, every day. What are your thoughts on buying sub two that cash flow rather than going traditional loan route if I don't have income, but I have lots of savings? Daniel, uh, one of my good friends, and I speak with his wife every Sunday or most Sundays, Laura Morby, Pace Morby sub two. I think that's a great skill. Uh, I think Pace, I think I saw a Bigger Pockets interview with Pace just post. I think he has 300 doors now, all creative financing. Go for it. Yeah, I haven't done one, so I don't know. Uh, but I think the next recession, sub two is going to be an amazing strategy. Yep. Jess, uh, Jesse, thank you. Jesse Scott, your content is the best on YouTube. I appreciate that. Yes, do the work. Yes, without question. Paul, hello, good morning. How are you, man? How much monetization do you get from Instagram? You seem to be sending a lot of people there versus your other social media. I actually get zero on Instagram. Zero money from Instagram. Um, the reason I send them there is they can DM me very easily. I hate giving my email out because then my email gets out there and it, I get all this bogus spam that I have to deal with. So the reason, Nathan, I send them to Instagram is A, most people have it and they can direct message me there. That's why. I get zero on Instagram. I actually have 10,000 followers so I could set up a store, but again, I'm pretty lazy. Uh, you didn't fail the day Jimbo passed. Yeah, human. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was, that was a bad day. Well, I still, oh, I still, it almost makes me cry thinking about it. How many flips should we do before we buy and hold? Oh, I don't know. I, uh, again, I can only tell you my story. Um, I bought and hold first. Uh, but Carlos, it really depends on how much um, capital you're able to build. I think a great strategy for more, most people is flip four, keep one. Again, that doesn't work for everybody, but if you're asking for a ballpark number, flip four, keep one. And then maybe after a year or two, flip three, keep one. Everybody I know, everyone I've interviewed, all these Instagram folks I've connected with over the years, all of them wish they kept more. But for some of us, it's tough. Yeah. Can you monetize Instagram? I actually don't know. I have no idea. They do offer now, once I cross 10,000, I think we're over 11,000. You can set up an IG store. Uh, so I could I could move my books there and some of my shirts and hats and stuff, like this great hat right here, which you can buy below in the link. One, one rental at a time. But yeah, um, I actually have no idea. I'm doing all of this as a not, I had zero social media presence at 45 years old other than a LinkedIn page. Because as a tech executive, you needed a LinkedIn page. It's how you recruited people. Um, yeah, no Facebook, no IG, nothing. So yeah, I don't, I don't know. So thank you for thank you for watching. Thank you for all the support. So let's talk about courses. Courses. So again, I had no intention of being a course, um, creating a course. The only reason I did is because people asked. So I write this book. This book is not, not, not 
a how-to book. This book is, I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad. It changed my life. This is what happened. That's what this book is. You write that book, you include one of your many email addresses in there. Lots of people reach out, hundreds if not thousands. Everybody was like, can I take you to coffee? Can we have a Zoom call? Can we buy you dinner? Can I come wash your car? I, you know, just crazy stuff. And I'm like, okay, I, you know, you say yes in the beginning and then pretty soon you're like, I can't do anything else all day. So that's where how to get started one rental at a time came from. It is everything I have done to learn a market I never lived in. It is how I built financial freedom. It is everything I've done. And, the, and it is the how to become financially free with buy and hold real estate. Uh, it has changed thousands of people's lives. It came out at 99 bucks, added more stuff, 199. Now is 299. We have added nearly double the content because of all the bonus sections. And the course is still 299. Then I add a free Facebook group because I'm trying to make my life better by having like an FAQ area. And then the Facebook group blows up and now it's over a thousand people and it is the happiest place out there. It is when I want to smile, I go to this private Facebook group for this course. So the course produces thousands of dollars every month. And again, if you're doing a course on peanut butter and jelly or old cars, don't start there. Build your tribe, build your followers, get to those thousand people. Let them tell you what should be in the course. Think about what I just said. A lot of people want to be creating courses for peanut butter and jelly and old cars, staying with my earlier examples. If you come into this wanting money, you're going to create a course first. Yes, course sales other than my rental portfolio, which is still way more than anything else. The courses create are more money than the book, more money than YouTube, more money than the podcast. It's it's good. It's 300 bucks and it's going to go up. If you ever want to buy the course, you need to buy it now because January 1st, it will be more expensive. I'm giving you two months notice. I don't want to hear from you. Oh no, why is it more expensive? You had a two month warning. Buy it now. Do the work now. But don't start there. I did YouTube and the book, built a nice following, and based on the questions and interactions, that is how I knew what it, need, what it needed to be in the book. And again, be authentic to yourself. If you buy my course, you're not going to get warm and fuzzies. I am going to test you day one. What do I talk about every time? Focus daily execution. Guess what step one is? We're going to find out day one of my course if you have it. If you're just going to fart around and, you know, flitter about like butterflies, save your money. I don't need it. If you want to change your life, if you want to get rid of quiet desperation, if you're willing to work at it for years, click the buy now or whatever it says, sign in, join the group, get in a, in a tribe of like-minded individuals, change your life. But you're going to work. If you're not willing to work, don't bother. Just don't. Just don't. If you want to do me a solid, buy the book. It's 15 bucks. Take a selfie. You don't need to buy, don't buy my course. It's 300 bucks. Save your money. If you want to do me a solid for everything I do, you can buy the book, leave a five-star review, give me a selfie. We'll call it even. Save the 300. Use it somewhere else. But if you want to change your life, 
no better way. It's thousands of people. It's so awesome. So again, don't come, don't go right to course. Build your tribe first. Build your followers. Find out what they like. You think of peanut butter and jelly. Who knows what people want? Maybe it's not the peanut butter and jelly. Maybe it's the bread. Maybe it's you know how do you cut your sandwiches? Do you do triple deckers or not? I'm just making stuff up off the top of my head now. But realize because of what you do and passionate about peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, you'll have no idea what people want. It's just it's amazing. And again. Your hobby, your interest can become a side hustle. That side hustle can become thousands of dollars. <clears throat> you can, if you are willing to focus and execute daily, as Joe Rogan says in this quiet desperation, don't quit your job. Bust your ass eight to eight. But make sure you find that 60 or 90 minutes to get better at it every day. If you follow one rental at a time, you probably think I make too much content. Five videos a day for nearly two years. We have done at least one video a day, the daily financial news for nearly three years. If you come to my channel, you are going to get focus in daily execution. You're not going to get a $10,000 studio. You're not going to get someone who's trying to trick a YouTube algorithm and put buzzwords in it. You're not going to get somebody who sells out to some stupid crypto coin. I don't need it. I don't need it. I want to help people. I created this contest because I wanted to know that one rental at a time helped 500 people. I bought 1,500 of these. I bought a sign. I spent more money on these and that sign than I did on my studio. How stupid is that? If you're a YouTube creator, you probably think you need to spend thousands of dollars on your equipment. I spend thousands of dollars creating cards a sign, and every one of these cards gets a stamp. That's what, 50 some odd cents? I'm spending thousands of dollars just to know that I'm helping people. That's what's up. Yeah, it's crazy that I spent more on those cards than I did my YouTube studio. That's funny. Oh, I think that's hilarious. That cracks me up. All right, let's see. Let's see what other people have to say. Young guy looking to house hack. How much should I have in reserves when I buy my first duplex? Uh, how much do you normally keep in reserves per property, not including R&M vacancy? Uh, so again, it kind of depends on where you're at. I would not feel comfortable with less than five grand. Um, that's where I would start. But again, I don't know where you're at. If it's an expensive market more, if it's cheap, maybe a touch less. But I wouldn't feel less. Than, I wouldn't feel. I wouldn't feel great with less than five grand. Eric. Bought both your books from you, currently reading your first book, and can't wait to read the second newest book, Deaf Buying the Course, here this weekend. Cool. Thanks. Real people get real results, and real people share wisdom. Yeah, I love that. At him, spend $2.99, buy the course, one-time fee. You can ask all the questions in like-minded. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah, totally agree. I should just wait and ask my questions there. We're currently trying to pay off my student debt before I spend that kind of money on the course. No worries. Works for me. Uh, Mr. Zuba thought of saying regarding some of your past comments on YouTube videos about not factoring in appreciation. I, pre I, I appreciate appreciation, but I don't plan on. I would say I understand it. I love it. It's like whipped cream on an ice cream sundae. I, for me, it's, it's vanilla ice cream. Just my thing. Um, French vanilla specifically. Uh, I want the French vanilla. I know the other stuff's coming. I, I appreciate it, but it's not showing up in any of my any of my spreadsheets. Nope, 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 nope. 
Oh, Hayden, th much love from Canada. Appreciate all the uh, Canada support, love, uh, attention. Thank you, guys. So, again, this was a kind of one-off video. I, I still feel compelled. Um, I'm hopefully going to go on a run here at noon. I may listen to that Joe Rogan video again because it just got me thinking. It got me reminded about that quiet desperation. I never had a name for it. If you're there, my suggestion is, one, own it. Own it. Two, uh, stop digging, right? If it's weight loss you want or money problems or relationship problems, rule number one is my world is to own it. Rule number two is stop digging, kind of an old analogy. If you want to get out of a hole, stop digging the hole. Uh, and then three, focus and execute every day. That's all I'm about. Again, I never appreciated my superpower, but that's my superpower. Is once I'm focused, I can do it every day, and I look forward to it. I am not bored by it. Uh, so this is very cool. Yeah, thanks, John. I appreciate it. I uh, Hopefully it works. If I get good feedback, we may do another one of these. Again, you can take, you can take your hobby and create thousands of dollars in income, but it's, it's a process. It doesn't go, hey, I like peanut butter and jelly and old cars. I want a thousand bucks a month. No. Work, execute, share your love, grow your network, get your tribe, get to a thousand. First 400 is terribly hard. Next, next 600 is equally hard. Get over a thousand, get to monetization, write your story, share this. It grows. And then three short years later, Thousands and thousands of dollars show up every month. Sometimes I don't even know when it shows up. Quiet desperation. Own it. Stop digging. Work on it every day. And if you create a YouTube channel or story based on peanut butter or old cars or whatever your thing is, tell me about it. Leave a comment below. I'd love to check it out. Take care, everyone. I'm going to take a 10-minute break because I talked to the lumberjack here in about 10 minutes. You all are wonderful. Have a great day. And again, buy the course, $2.99. I don't want to hear about it in January when it's more money. It's just going to be more money. I'm not even going to say what it is. It'll just be more. Take care. Bye.